Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. What are you doing? Like, there's so many other opportunities. Why are you staying here? Tell me it's not for the benefits and the retirement, okay? Because you can make way more money if you want and have all that, why are you gonna work 30 years to get retirement or 20 years, whatever, to get a retirement check and then just, you know, fade away into the, you know, the distance. Maybe you are a simple person, meaning simple, you don't need a lot. That's mm-hmm. fine too. But why why suffer, you know? Yeah. Why do that to yourself? I mean, you gotta earn more than a living, really. You know, mm-hmm. you need to really enjoy life. This is the only one you got. Hey, welcome back to the Pretty AF podcast. I'm your host, and that clip was from today's guest, Dr. Justina. Justina is a dentist. She's also a confidence coach, and she's a graduate of the BAB Method, my one-on-one personal brand coaching program. So I'm so excited for this episode. Justina shared so many great tips about having more confidence, what that really means, who needs a confidence coach and how to find a great one. She also shares what it was like going through my program and I might have almost cried. Justina is so similar to me. So when we met, I think we both kind of instantly knew that we wanted to work together and she's so amazing at what she does. She just cares so much about everyone she helps, whether that's through dentistry or through confidence coaching. And you can just tell by the way she speaks that she just truly wants to help people and she has the background to be able to do it. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I am actually a dentist and confidence coach or mindset coach. My background is in performance from a long time ago. Uh, I went through probably years, maybe a decade of performance, and then decided that I wanted to get into something else that had more of a stable income. And actually, 9-11 is the reason that happened. So um, with that being said, I looked at everything that was at still kind of... um, you know, people were still working. It was still kind of a hot career. So I thought medicine, um, because I was a performer in flute, classical flute, I decided that oral health would probably be the best (laughs) way to get into dental school because the other one was orthopedics. And, you know, I've had a couple broken bones and fractured bones, but you know, what do you say on a, on a, on an essay, an application essay? Like, yeah, I broke a couple bones here and there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't grow up wanting to be a dentist. In fact, I had no dental care when I grew up. So when I got to dental school, I was like everybody's test patient. You know, all the other students were like, hey, you got a class two. Can I do it? <laughs> you know? Can I put the filling in? I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so over the years, like I've been practicing now since 2007, had many careers before that. I have children, husband, I'm divorced and remarried, and we're still married. <laughs> <laughs> But we have three kids. And through the transition of me just going through performance, college, I actually did a minor in reporting industry. I worked for Warner Brothers uh, Records in Nashville in the A&R department. So I got a a huge taste of behind the scenes in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Totally didn't like that because I was a performer. Yeah. (laughs) So I got out of that. Yeah, I got out of that. And through the whole time, when I got my master's degree um, and actually went to dental school, I I knew that there was something more that I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I just knew um, I had more to give. Um, a lot of the dental students were in their, you know, 
just graduated college and they went straight into dental school. I was 32 when I started. Mm. So I already had a life behind me, children, you know. So people would come to me and ask me about what should I do when or how do I this, you know. And it was usually the women, you know, every once in a while guys would come up to me. But because I'm a woman, they would come to me and ask me that kind of stuff. But over time, I realized that that was probably my calling, you know, is to guide other women. Um, I found that when I was like 16, 17, going through that transition of being kind of shy, even though mm. I was a performer, really withdrawn, um, I could have really used a coach. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. <laughs> Even in my 20s, you know, in my 20s, I thought, oh, sure, I know everything. I got a kid now, you know, I know everything. I've been married and da da da. You, you don't know diddly. You mm-hmm. really don't. Um, you know, some people are way more mature at like 25, 30 than other people. Everybody knows that. Um, I was more on the mature side because I did have a kid at 21, but I still struggled with my own confidence, my own mindset around things. And, and back then it wasn't even a thing, you know, there mm-hmm. was no such thing as like coaches and, oh my gosh, you have to go to a counselor, you know, you were labeled. It was um, a stigma, you yeah. know, so nobody really talked about it. Now you have all these coaches um, out there and it's, it's really empowering, you know, because there's such a variety. Um, so anyway, I transitioned to that. I know I digress. I'm sorry, I digress. <laughs> but I transitioned into that um, this field because I knew, honestly, I was made for more, and that was my calling. I was always trying to heal people and mm-hmm. to guide people into a safe space, mm-hmm. you know, and to know what their worth was and not to, you know, give their power away because that's usually what I I saw. Even in dental school with these women that were going to be doctors, they would still be, you know, um, limited in their thinking. And um, it just, it baffled me, but Mm -hmm. then it didn't because in my 20s, I also felt that way. Yeah. So um, really, I guess as I've aged and gone through all these little different careers and been in so many different surroundings, like I've lived all up and down the East Coast other countries grew up in another country so I felt like okay this is my time and guess what it was it was ta-da COVID everybody everybody had like a uh, like a check like Mm -hmm. okay now what am I doing with my life yeah at the time yeah at the time I was doing prison dentistry you know that yeah (laughs) um you know the 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 people that were there and I I worked in women's and men's the last one I was at was men, and most of the guys really appreciated it. Um, I found that a lot of the staff became toxic over time, jaded, mm-hmm. institutionalized, and it just was not the environment for me. I couldn't grow. There was nowhere to go. It was like, okay, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm made for so much more you know mm-hmm. so the the glass ceiling there being in a male-dominated field being in a male prison yeah being working for the state you know it just wasn't happening so finally COVID just kind of gave me a kick in the biscuits and said you know you you can't you can't keep doing this mm-hmm. and I was driving home one day and I was just like what the heck are you waiting for like why are you taking so long to make this decision to do what you know you should be doing so um it was almost like this light bulb that had been flickering for so long finally lit Mm -hmm. you know and that's really what and it like I empowered myself and you know COVID for a lot of people you know made people step back and reassess where they were in their lives whether they were still working or not it just made people realize a lot of times that they needed to be doing other things like for instance my daughter was working somewhere she got laid off Mm -hmm. and then you know she's passionate about art the arts and she started painting and she Mm -hmm. started showing her art and selling her art and it was kind of for her like oh my gosh like you know why have I been waiting to do this yeah and now she's making you know 
tinctures and oils and creams and stuff like that as well because that's where she thrives Mm -hmm. so it's been a huge blessing for me and her um to be able to you know be able to get empowered enough and see the whole big picture and where we are and be able to grow from that so that's kind of where I am and I know I digress a lot but hey it's okay (laughs) you're here for it so I'm just gonna tell you anyway (laughs) I I know you mentioned that there was a flicker for a long time how long do you feel like you kind (laughs) of knew I think part of my problem was and a lot of women can relate to this especially if you have kids or, or pets that are like kids, mm-hmm. you're so busy all the time yeah. that you don't really have time to shut down and reassess. Mm-hmm. You know, you may go on a vacation here and there, but it's not enough time. Your mind, your mind has to be like quiet time, mm-hmm. but it has to be really quiet time. You have to get to know yourself. And that's why I think because everything was silenced during COVID, you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't do anything, you know, I I still had to go to work because I was, you know, the staff I was, I was um, a healthcare staff, obviously. (laughs) That flipper probably last decade and, you know, maybe even a lot of time, I didn't really know that it was there. Um, But in my subconscious, it was there because I knew I always had to heal. Like when Mm -hmm. I went from um, music industry performing, that's also kind of a healing for some people. Um, then I went into, um, counseling later on after my master's degree. So I counseled youth and high risk families, um, had to go to court. So I was healing there. And then I end up in dentistry where I work on the head and the head a lot of times I'm like counseling the patients while I'm there. (laughs) So, you know, so when I was able to slow down and really figure out and check myself for lack of a better term, um, that's when I realized, like, it dawned on me, like, why the Hades mm-hmm. have you been waiting this dang long to get it together? Because mm-hmm. this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, dentistry is an income, but you need to be doing this. Yeah. Like, and you need to do it now. You don't need to wait. So, yeah. So it did last decade. So anybody out there, if it lasts decades, do not feel bad. <laughs> Because you're looking at a really educated person here that didn't even really know, okay? Or you're here, you're not looking. <laughs> how, so, yeah. how did you handle, because I know a lot of people, once they kind of invest in something and make make a decision that like, okay, yeah. well, I'm a dentist now or I'm yeah. going to get a master's in this thing and then I've already yeah. put so much work into a certain yeah. field or whatever, how did you kind of get that confidence to go after what you really wanted to do when you already invested so much time and money into being a dentist? I think probably I'll always do dentistry, even if it's mission work, um, like I've done in the past, Mm -hmm. because I just want to help people, help people smile. Um, so I don't think fully I'll ever give that up, but the transition kind of was a no-brainer for me. I just knew if I had to do it now mm-hmm. to make the future the way I wanted it to be, you know. Yeah. So, and relying on, you know, this, the income that I would get from coaching and working with women um, would take over, you know. I, I just have this strong belief that that's where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And dentistry, yes, I love it. I love to heal people that way. But that's not my true skill set that I was destined for, you know. Um, I knew that in my core. So it really, it was a no-brainer. And I think most people, when they know, they just know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just know. I mean, when I met you, it was like the first call. I'm like, okay, sign you up. <laughs> you know, like... If I don't do this, and you probably remember, if I don't do this now, I'm just going to sit on it for the next year. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I invested in you. Yeah. Because that was investing in me, but I trusted you to do that with me and take me on that journey. And trust me, it's been a journey. You can agree. <laughs> a good one, though. <laughs> but it's been really good. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. 
So when I first met you and I knew you were a dentist, I was a little surprised that you chose confidence coaching <laughs> just because really? it's so different from dentistry, you know, oh, yeah. most people yeah. usually whatever they choose is like very similar to like, it's just like a little yeah. bit of a pivot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love that you said that you want to help people smile because I mean, you do mm-hmm. that through confidence coaching and you do that through yeah. dentistry. Right. Right. Um, so I know there's a lot of different types of confidence coaches so what type of Mm -hmm. people do you really focus on and help well for me because I'm a woman um I think I'm I can more relate to women in their well really teenagers up to probably mid 40s 50s um people that have gone through divorces people that have had trauma because I have a background in that Mm -hmm. you know being a counselor um people that are just stuck and, and I'm talking people like as in women. Um, I just, you know, I just want to nurture them. I don't want them to go through the struggle that I went through, not knowing and wasting decades of their life or years or months or whatever it is, sitting in the corner thinking, yeah, I should do that. But, you know, mm-hmm. or one day I'm going to write that book, you know, because I do that. I did that. I was there. You know, a lot of times I still have to check myself because of human nature. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm poor women all the way. Um, I, I love working with younger women. I just, you know, my daughter's 29. So for me, I feel like there's a kinship, mm-hmm. you know, because she's she's an adult now. You know, I can talk to her any kind of way and really get through to her. Um, and I love that, you know. When she was a teenager, she's gonna hate me for this, but she was something. She was something. <laughs> she was extra special. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know that's 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 women. You know, we just mm-hmm. that's our journey. We we are here to do what we're here to do, and for me, it is coaching women. And like I said, I love coaching women that just need help. Honestly. Um, I like to work on mindset a lot because a lot of my blockages were Mm -hmm. mindset for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, And like I said, when I was in my twenties and thirties and (laughs) forties, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Say that. Um, It it really wasn't a thing, you know? I mean, I was carrying around a pager, you know, the beep, beep, beep on your side. (laughs) And I thought I was hot stuff, but that's that's you know that's the era I really grew up in mm-hmm. you know the 80s 90s early 2000s and it just you know we just didn't have that opportunity there was no internet you know if you wanted to look for somebody it would be in the phone book and you know you had to kind of hide it because you know you don't want anybody to know you're seeing a counselor yeah for Pete's sake you know <laughs> so yeah I'm I'm all about liberating women from trauma being stuck being overwhelmed because they've been doing the same thing, the rat race every day, being stuck on a hamster wheel because of their family. And they mm-hmm. love their family, but they just feel stuck. Mm-hmm. And I was there, been there, done that, had the three kids, you know, in the house, all going, ah! <laughs> you know. And I knew at that point I was just made for more. I just didn't have the time or brain space really to do it. Yeah. So I feel like it's my job to help other women get through that, whether it's getting over a past divorce, whether it's getting through a divorce, whether it's um, trying to change the career, get a salary raise. It, it's really about empowering you to step into who you are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is confidence. I mean, you, you need confidence for everything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much, you know, you want to do anything, you gotta have you got to have the confidence. Of course, you're going to have some higher confidence in certain things and lower confidence in other things and the lower confidence things that we need to work on because there really is mindset yeah so so that's that's really who I work with um of course I embrace everybody so I'm not gonna turn anybody away for sure but being a woman and going through what I went through my Mm -hmm. own journey I can relate more yeah definitely Mm -hmm. yeah what would you say are the top five things that someone could do to be more confident? 
To be more confident. Okay. So these are some simple things that you can do. First of all, um, eye contact when you're talking to somebody. You don't have to stare at them like you're a serial creep. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? But a nice three-second, you know, eye contact, look away, look at somebody else, engage, um, say what you're saying, and whatnot. Um, the other thing would be, which people don't really realize this, but because we're in the culture of cell phones and our necks are always at a crick looking mm-hmm. at our phone, <laughs> I think our posture is really taking a beating. But posture is one of the biggest things that when you walk into a room and your shoulders are back and your head's held high and you have like a certain gait, like a strut, Mm -hmm. you know, people know you mean business. I mean, it's just the way it is. (laughs) That body language is so, so important to project confidence, which is part of, you know, what you need to do to be confident, right? If you, how other people perceive you is how you're feeling about yourself and how you're projecting yourself through your body language, through your speech, through your eye contact and stuff like that. Know your worth, of course. If you don't know your worth, just do this. Write a list of everything that you have done up until now and put a check by it because all those things are making you who you are. Mm. And you cannot discount anything. It doesn't matter if it was a failure in your eyes really to me those are just learning lessons I've had many of them don't (laughs) judge me um (laughs) um, yeah I know but I mean you you really have to embrace and I tell you what um because I was so mind fried in um dental school and after dental school getting started with a practice I didn't even look at it like I I graduated with my bachelor's okay no big deal I graduated with my master's. Ah, okay, no big deal. I, like, that's, you know, like, it's something, like, I have to, you know, it's like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I just went shopping at Walmart or something. Then I got my dental degree. Yes, it was a big deal, but to me, it wasn't, like, as big a deal as maybe going to the moon. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even conceptualize why other people thought it was so big. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even own it myself. You know, but it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of work. I was in college for one, two, three, four, <laughs> and a residency, like 13, 14 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of work, you know. <laughs> so, um, knowing your work is huge. So, please make a checklist of everything that you've done and everything that you've learned and know that it is who you are now like mm-hmm. everything builds who you are good and bad start saying no to people when people ask you out and you really don't want to go out or they ask you to an event and you really you know you don't really even like them <laughs> that much you know you don't really they're not your people kind of thing mm-hmm. just say no do yourself a favor you you do not have to people please all the time um start pleasing yourself i'm not saying be um a hermit that's not what I'm saying <laughs> but um, because people might take this and say okay she told me to stay home so I'm just gonna say to myself <laughs> no that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying be conscious you know if you don't want to do something or go somewhere or be a part of it don't let people pressure you into doing it mm-hmm. really think about yourself and please yourself for one you know do some self-care do some meditation do some affirmations, um, go to the spa, do whatever you do to make you feel good. Stop saying yes to everything because at the end of the day, it's not worth it. Is your life not there? You are the one that determines your life. Number five, <laughs> for women, I think you got to get more confident about handling your money, mm-hmm. your, your expenses and whatnot. So really you got to start managing some people don't you know they're in their 30s and whatnot and really have no idea because their partner or spouse or whatever always takes care of the bills mm-hmm. you don't live like that <laughs> no and, and i know a lot of people do maybe it's more older generation but i'm not sure you yeah know, speaking for myself <laughs> i think get you a savings account if you don't have one get you a money market um find a certified financial planner there's so many things that you can do 
Like, it's not just about, oh, I walk confident, I look good, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I give eye contact, whatnot. You have to also work on the inside, and a lot of that is that money mindset that you have to, um, you really have to pay attention. Because when your money's not funny, trust me, you feel good. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't want to have funny money because you're not really going to be truly confident. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to go, like, when somebody says, oh, I th- you, you guys want to go out? Uh, we're going to Applebee's or wherever for dinner. And you're just kind of like, because mm, you're like negative $50 in your check. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, and you, you, so you say, instead, you say, no, I don't really feel like it tonight. I kind of got a headache. So mm-hmm. you kind of deflect mm-hmm. everything, you know, that you really want to do. You want to participate because of your, uh, your money situation, whether it's mishandling or you just don't know how to do it. But I think that's huge for women for confidence, probably men too. But getting a hold of that early on is mm-hmm. really, it really does boost your confidence. Um, there's so many other tips, obviously, that I can give. Mm-hmm. Um, but those probably would be five of my top. Yeah. I easy think... ones, easy ones. You yeah. Know? Well, the money one's not <laughs> that easy, but you know what I mean? You get the picture, like, start taking control of your own expenses. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh my gosh, we have to stop meeting like this. I'm totally kidding. But I wanted to let you know that I have three ebooks for free on my website. And if you go to asleymaslow.com and click courses, it's right under my courses. I have one ebook on how to grow your Instagram, one on how to get started as an influencer on Instagram, and a third on how to make your first hire doing all the things that you currently hate doing. So I will let you get back to your episode, but I wanted to let you know about those goodies. Yeah. I think it's funny that you mentioned that you felt like a lot of things you did wasn't like a big deal because I was definitely the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, who doesn't have a bachelor's anymore? Like, obviously you have to get a master's. Like a high school diploma. (laughs) Yeah. Really? I mean, I guess for some people maybe, but but yeah, it just kind of feels like it's the next thing that you should do. Mm -hmm. But I I, I think a lot of women really kind of downplay everything they've done. So I think that's a really important point too. Yeah. And I I don't know if we're like, taught that or like you know that like we shouldn't be overly like I did this you know (laughs) right 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 yeah because you don't want to appear arrogant yeah because the the female the confident female has always been cast as the you know the b word Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to say it if you don't want to say that stuff on your podcast so I won't say it but you know what I'm talking about yeah so like in my practice people cannot believe that I'm so chill with them like I'm just not mean at all now mm-hmm. I'm firm but I'm not like I you know what I mean yeah and I think women have been typecast literally to be if you're confident or if you're the boss of a company a CEO blah 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 you see it in movies all the time you know mm-hmm. um the devil wears product she was a total you know what yeah so <laughs> You know, it's not true. Not every woman is like that, and we shouldn't be typecast like that. Just like every man that is so far confident is probably not. Some of them might be arrogant, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not really confident. That's just they're deflecting, you know, their own insecurities yeah. and becoming arrogant. I think it's important, too, kind of how many things confidence can affect. Mm-hmm. So, like, like you're saying, financially, it can, if you if you have confidence issues with yeah. that it can affect you yeah. if you're not confident enough to ask for right. a raise it can affect you that right. way if yep. you don't want to do something but you're not confident enough to say no mm-hmm. like so there's so many yeah. different like areas in your life that it can kind of show up in so how oh, do you definitely. think how do you think someone knows that they need a confidence coach um they you know i they probably don't know because maybe we're not out there enough, you know. Mm. But if they're starting to go to uh, the meditation sites, money meditation, you know, having or money affirmations, stuff like that, then they really need to level up and just take the shortcut 
you know, the cheat sheet basically and get mm-hmm. a coach, whether it's a life coach, a mindset coach, a confidence coach, empowerment, you know, whatever you want to call yourself in the field. Um, you know, just like me, like I didn't even know what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about that before too. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. if you don't know what's out there, it's for us to put it out there. So, you know, you know, we need to reach the audience. But that you know that there are mentors out there, that are coaches out there that can help you. And they're not just psychiatrists and counselors, you know, do talk counseling and stuff like that. You may need that mm-hmm. as well, and that's totally fine. But sometimes it's just getting a mentor, a coach, so they can streamline, figure out what it is that's, you know, holding you back or why, why are you not going for your dream? Why are you limiting yourself? Mm. who's told you that like where in your childhood or your relationships have you decided that yeah you know what I I can't you know it's just a a dream why can't you have that million dollar house why why can't you Mm -hmm. why not you you know every people again they get it so why not you you know so um if you're if you're looking at affirmations if you're if you're looking at you know, doing meditation, that kind of thing, it's time to probably take it up a a level and Mm -hmm. get yourself a coach, a mentor, somebody that you can relate to. Like I said, there's many of us out there, Um, but you have to basically go and find who you're comfortable with. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, I'm not trying to promote other people and down myself, (laughs) but it is about finding the perfect match. You have to gel with that person. I mean, I know chair side with a patient, some people are just not, you know, (laughs) or I tell them, Hey, you need this, this, and this. Why don't you check out this dentist, this dentist, and this dentist? Cause I don't do it. You know, Mm -hmm. I said, whoever you feel most comfortable with is who you should go with, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and they, the same applies, you know, to coaching. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times you kind of just know that you need help or something's off and you want to do more, but you don't really know like how to get Mm -hmm. there. And I think usually if you don't know how to get there, a coach is probably the right, Mm -hmm. the right way. And most coaches have some type of either like entry course or a -hmm. call you can get on that you can figure out if they're yeah. able to help you get wherever it is you, you want to go because you might not know, like, the steps to get there, but ideally whatever coach you, you're going to work with will be able to help you get yeah. where you're trying Definitely. to go. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. So I know you talk a lot about chasing your dreams and gaining confidence so that you're able to do that and I know you kind of already talked about that that's something that you've done yourself through becoming a confidence mm-hmm. coach. Right, right. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that and kind of how you help people do that too? I think um, for me, it was, like I said before, it was totally mindset that changed me and the the space, the mental space to be able to recognize that, <laughs> what are you doing with your life, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I kind of checked myself now, you know, everybody's back to work and doing things and getting back on the hamster wheel. So you may not have that space. Um, so, you know, most people do have a passion. Mine was performance, the arts, music, it still is. And, but my other equally passionate with helping people. Mm -hmm. What drove me to do this? Well, you know, I mean, I already explained that, but most people don't, they can't catch themselves because they are so congested with information of everything else. But for a confidence coach or empowerment uh, mindset coach, it's all about breaking those down into little steps to figure out what actually is going on. Why are you being blocked? What is your passion? Maybe it's changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you were as a kid? You know, I mean, I knew when I was four, you know, in, in pre-kindergarten or whatever it was, preschool, there were two little girls arguing. I might have told you this story. Two little girls arguing on the playground. And I was like, whoa, wait, whoa. 
I was like, now, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. And, like, at my age, I already knew how to diffuse an argument. What? <laughs> Where'd I get that from? Like, I don't know. That was, like, innately in me. Or did I see my parents argue? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, you know? From a long time ago, you may have a passion. Or it might have evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Or it might have come out. Or maybe you just can't even... You don't even know where you are anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why you really do need a coach or a mentor to guide you through that, mm-hmm. to find your passion. You yeah. know, you may have lost it during a bad marriage. You may have lost it having kids. You may have lost it being worked to death, <laughs> you know, in the corporate world or the non-corporate world or whatever. Um, toxic environments, overload environments, overwhelm can really saturate your brain. And it's... it's um, is mind-boggling mm-hmm. how much how much uh, kind of static you have around you that has to be cleared through, you know. And that's where we we come in, mm-hmm. you know. It's like if you do have a mental block, if you do feel like, oh, my gosh, there's got to be more to life. That's mm-hmm. really where it is. Yeah. There has to be more to life. Like, this cannot be it. And it's not. It's not. You're supposed to live in joy. You're supposed to have a passion. You have a destiny. You know, you have a calling. You just need help extracting it mm-hmm. pretty much out of you. Um, sometimes it's painful. Really, sometimes it is painful. Um, and it's a lot of work. It's but that's, that's how you get great. That's how you reach your destiny. Yeah. I see so many people that they hate their nine to five and they really mm-hmm. only enjoy their weekends mm-hmm. um and I just feel like there's so many different like jobs and things you could be doing with the internet and different careers mm-hmm. and things like that that if you could figure out what you actually really enjoyed I just feel like there's no reason for people to be working yeah. a job most yeah. of their life that they hate like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, for instance, I'll give you an example. So when I was working in the prison, a lot of people would be like, I hate this job, you know, whether they're correction officers or people uh, like civilian staff. Because of the environment, it's really toxic, Mm. you know, or it can be. I wouldn't say all the time. It can be really toxic. And and I just just wonder, like, you have to step out of that. You, You can't just, you know what are you doing like there's so many other opportunities why are you staying here tell me it's not for the benefits and the retirement okay because you can make way more money if you want and have all that why are you gonna work 30 years to get retirement or 20 years whatever it is, to get a retirement check and then just you know fade away into the you know the distance maybe you are a simple person meaning simple you don't need a lot that's mm-hmm. fine too but why why suffer you know yeah why do that to yourself? I mean, you got to earn more than a living, really. You know, mm-hmm. you need to really enjoy life. This is the only one you got. Yeah. I think COVID with everyone having to stop and just like a lot of people losing people too, just kind of made mm-hmm. a lot of people realize that, you know, you're not mm-hmm. guaranteed to have a ton of time mm-hmm. to figure out whatever it is that you want to do or next yeah. year I'll I'll chase my dreams you know because you might not get next year yeah. you know right so exactly I exactly. think it's super important to just mm-hmm. yeah. do whatever it is that you actually want <laughs> yeah it is it's totally important I mean you want to live your best life ever you know you want to lead a legacy mm-hmm. you know and a legacy that is happy not uh well she had a really good life, and she did this, this, and this. You know, the only people that show up to your funeral are the people that you worked with. They really didn't, you know, really didn't care too much. Like, you have so much more to offer mm-hmm. than your 9 to 5. So you mentioned a couple of times that you are a graduate of the BAB Method, my program. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So you can, can you share a little of how it's helped you? Oh my gosh, Leslie. Yes, it has helped me so much. I mean, I knew I had something, you know, and I told you, and, you know, you've read my essays and stuff. Like, <laughs> you told me to pour out my heart. It was really hard. Um, I'm so thankful that I found you, honestly. Um, mm. You're very relatable. And what you've done is um, kind of organized my, my brain, you know, 
some people can work in a mess, but my brain, for me, I have to work in kind of a methodical way. Mm. And because you have it planned out so well, it just, it makes so much difference. Like, I feel like even though it's been, you know, drug out, is that a word? Drug, <laughs> drug out? Dragged out? Dra- One of those I words. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Every step, like, I've learned so much stuff. Like, people are like, oh, my gosh, you're like the social media queen. You know, so much stuff. And I'm like, no, I really, I, you know, I, I know more. <laughs> Maybe more than you. I guess in your world I'm an expert. But, you know, but no, no, you know, don't, don't get me confused with the real experts. But it's, it's put me on a path to um, financial freedom you know, um, time freedom so I can be with my family. Um, you know, when, when you're working nine to five or whatever, you know, if you're on call, um, then you're gone. So part of life is being able to spend the time with those you love. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why it drove me to coaching. Not only that I was passionate about it is you know, I wanted to do that. And with your help, it's guided me through this journey, sometimes painfully, sometimes I cried. <laughs> Lots of times we laugh, though. <laughs> that's, that's good. And it's been such a blessing. It's been such a blessing. Yeah. Aww. I'm. I, I don't need, like, you just came right at the right time. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's how it happens, though. Like, sometimes, mm-hmm. like, there's been people that I met three years ago. And they've been following me. And then all of a sudden, they'll be like, oh, can I, can we work together? And I'm like, what? No? Uh-huh. <laughs> no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But yeah. I think that's, yeah. that, that's part of why, like, it's so important to just consistently be putting out yeah. content. Because you never know who's watching. They might not exactly be liking mm-hmm. your stuff. But I'm sure there's people watching that you have no idea. <laughs> exactly. Are there. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, so I know there were a couple of other branding coaches that you were considering before you chose Mm me. Can you share what made you decide to go with my program? Um, well, when I read your, your coaching profile for me, because I've done mission work and a lot of philanthropy that way, that caught my attention. I'm like, yes, this is a woman (laughs) after my own heart. (laughs) (laughs) And you love dogs and you're educated you know you're not just like fly by the night you like know what you're doing yeah you know so all those things combined into the mix and they want to talk to you and you're so personable and easy to talk to you know you're like a bff you know what i mean yeah so it's honestly that's what did it for me you sold me like i didn't even (laughs) have to like say well let me check no no none of that none of that (laughs) yeah so yeah that's why I think you're the fastest, like, sign up. <laughs> but I, like, you're doing it now. I think you're also probably the most similar to me out of, like, anyone I've ever worked with, like, personality-wise and, like, just, like, similarity. I feel like we're, mm-hmm. like, very, very similar. <laughs> right. Like, we did the, I did the Enneagram, right, and the Enneagram 3. Mm-hmm. I guess you are too. And I'm like, what? And then that other one, that other quiz the, that the archaea Yeah, the archaea. <laughs> oh my god. That what? Too. <laughs> hey, you my twin. Get out of my head. <laughs> so, last question about the program. If someone was yeah. thinking about joining it, what would you tell them? I would tell them do not wait. Don't wait. Just do it. Do it for yourself. You. You've wasted too much time already. You you know, you may not have known about it and that's fine, but don't let yourself down. You you just need to you need to get on it. You need to find your passion, you need to be able to create the world that you want to live in. You need to live the life that you know you need to lead. Mm-hmm. And it's all in you. Everything's in you. It's just a matter of getting it out and planning how you're going to do this and it's very it's a step-by-step process obviously it's a journey and like working with you sometimes it's happy sometimes it's sad (laughs) you know it is painful sometimes to know that you know you've had these issues and blocks and all this other stuff going on Mm -hmm. but ultimately there's a queen in you somewhere and I know that 
every woman has a queen in them. So yeah. you just need to unleash that queen to the world for yourself, mm-hmm. not for anybody else. Because you have that destiny. It's waiting for you. It's the right time for you. So do it. Do not waste your time, your life, like I did. Well, I mean, it's not like I wasted it, but, you, you know, don't put it off anymore. Mm-hmm. Do what you are driven to do or find out what you're driven to do if you have lost it. So, yeah. Love it. Now. Now. <laughs> um, back to philanthropy, giving back. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I know that that's very important to you, too. So can you mm-hmm. share in what ways you give back? Um, yes. Um, besides doing um, mission trips for dentistry uh, around the country and also internationally, um, I love to help anybody in performance arts. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, my son is in an opera, um, you know, a, like a, a professional opera company. Mm-hmm. He's 14. But I just love those people there, and I would do anything for them. So sharing any time that you may have with people that, you know, because it's, it's, a, it's, it's a public nonprofit, you know, those companies are nonprofits, so they're always on a really, really extreme shoestring budget Mm. so anything that you can do to help out and nurture young kids youth um anybody really um it there's so much that you can do to help people smile feel better about themselves i daily i do it you know people will come into my dental clinic sit down and they're 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 so embarrassed about their mouths and they're just like i just you know i hate myself because I did this, that, and the other. I was a former addict. I just didn't take care of my teeth. I this and that. But the point is, like, I have to tell them, like, you're here now. What you did before doesn't matter. You're in my chair now. Let's do this, mm-hmm. you know? It, you know, depending on what state you're in, you may have really good benefits for Medicaid dentistry. You may not. It, you know, it doesn't, I don't even look, like, I worked on inmates. I don't look at them as a certain thing like I don't apply bias I just know that when they're in my chair and they're willing to commit mm. then I'm willing to commit with you you know and mm-hmm. that giving back every day and making people feel like they're embraced and cared for and and listened to because I think that's huge you, people just want to talk they just want to be listened to in their heart they just want to share mm-hmm. and I have people pour their hearts out to me and that's totally fine you know totally yeah. fine yeah so yeah every day every day I try to make people happy mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like yeah. you do that with like anyone you come in contact yeah. with you know because yeah just I yeah who you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah like your twin no <laughs> like you do it too huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs> okay so I'm gonna get into your best tips to be pretty AF what is your number one travel tip? Oh, um, <laughs> can I say two? Yeah. Can I, can I say two? Okay. <laughs> if you're going on a trip trip, know your budget, then double it. That's just <laughs> hands down. Something is going to happen. Okay. Just, just keep that in mind. There's always going to be, uh, an extra fee to leave the country. <laughs> something breaks and you got to get it, you know, somebody gets sick, something always happens. You you got to take a fast flight somewhere, you know, because of something else. Um, My other tip is because I'm traveling a lot right now, just do yourself a favor and buy business class or give yourself Mm -hmm. some space. You know, like for instance, Delta has like comfort seats Mm -hmm. and they're just a little bit bigger. Just, just, you know, just do yourself that favor. Just, shell out the extra coin mm-hmm. because it's so worth it you know you, you want to be able to get on first get off first you know I'm not saying you have to go first class or anything like that but give you I mean I, I don't travel like that right now <laughs> but, but um but just give yourself the space you know don't sit in the cheap seats don't try and take the cheap flights I mean yeah you have to you have to no big deal mm-hmm. but if you have 
the um, the freedom to do that, just do it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. It makes your travel so much more pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of nice the, like, few months when the airlines wouldn't, would only let, like, one person in each row, so, like... Oh, that was fantastic, <laughs> yes. I loved yeah. that. I loved it. But not anymore. We're no. all switched in like Carnies. Yeah. It's so funny, because <laughs> getting but in... I, I do love Delta. Just shout out to Delta. I do love Delta. <laughs> I just, I think it's so funny that, like, lining up to get in the plane, you're all six feet apart, and then you sit right next to each other. I know, right? It's what? What is that? Like you're like a foot behind, or like five inches next to me. What? Yeah, that's funny. Um, what is your number one wellness tip? My number one wellness tip. Well, now I can say it because of my age. Stop eating junk food. Stop eating the fast food. Just eat whole foods. You know, if it comes from the earth or has a mother, that's a whole food. Like, I'm trying to be more vegetarian, so I just try and eat from the earth, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? But um, start going to the store, and instead of going to the the aisles that have all the sodas, you know, because, like, grocery stores like to put all the junk up front and the sweets and the stuff that, ooh, ah, you know, cookies, you know. Um, Go to the outskirts where you have your um, produce, you Mm -hmm. know, and start looking at different things that you can give yourself that nutrition because trust me I'm telling you when you get to my age you're gonna feel it Mm. and you better take care of yourself and watch what you put in your mouth (laughs) because I'm telling you it's all about what you eat Mm. 80% kitchen (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um and you like juice plus too right I love juice plus yeah I'm taking omega 3s or um, the omega blend which is plant-based Mm. And, you know, my skin, my nails, and my hair have, like, in the past month, they're just totally different. Like, I feel, like, everything's different. Like, it's, um, I just feel so much better. Mm. I don't even know, like, why I resisted doing that for so long, or maybe, like, I don't even know. But And then I have the berry blend, which is, like, all these antioxidants, you know, like, they want to charge you $10 for an acai bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> get those a few couple of times a month. You know, you've already paid for your juice plus for like a month or, you know, it's like, it's like, I would say like, I spend a hundred dollars a month on all of it for juice plus, but they oh. have shakes, they have this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not an obscene amount of money, you know, and mm-hmm. that's for a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's fantastic. You know? Yeah. That's I'm... all I can say. Hands down. I swear <laughs> to you. Yeah. It's great. I wish I would have known about it 20 years ago. Yeah, and you you've been traveling a lot too, so that's that's yes. good that you actually feel better. Yes. you know. Yes. Yeah, because you can, like with the shakes, they they have port. You can buy portable blenders, you know, mm. very small ones. You can put it in your carry on, your suitcase, whatever. Uh, most of the times, there's a mini fridge, so you can get like a bottle of almond milk or whatever you want to put in there, mm. and blend it up. Get some ice if you want to make it smoother, you know, or or like a smoothie. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's like a, it's a meal. It's a meal. Hmm. So you don't have to go out every day. Yeah. Because the whole time I've been here, I've not been out. Well, no, I take that back. I had a baked potato because I was craving it. I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, I went out. <laughs> and I've been here now for a month. <laughs> baked potato. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. What? What is your number one beauty tip? Oh, my number one beauty tip is start wearing eye cream like when you're 20. <laughs> Especially if you have genetics that ages quick. Like, I'm very fair skin, mm-hmm. um, Anglo Saxon, Irish, and Mediterranean background. But um, I took my dad's Irish blood, and I tell you, my skin is just like, what are you doing? Like, I can't go in the sun. I will, I'd, I'd look like a leather bag. So, <laughs> yeah, well, if I tan, because I yeah. get red first. But mm. stay stay out of the sun for real and take care of your skin. Mm. Huge, huge thing you got to do and start early. Yeah. I finally started using a eye cream this year. I probably should have started. Yay. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, 20 years before me. No, I didn't wait that long. <laughs> yeah, I probably started using it maybe in my mid-30s. So, yeah, but it, it makes such a big difference. 
Mm-hmm. Trust me, I can put myself next to somebody else my age who hasn't done that or has been in a lot of sun. Yeah. Um, and I can totally tell the difference with mm-hmm. our skin. Yeah. You know, so. I, I've always had dark circles under my eyes, and I just always thought, like, well, that's just how it mm-hmm. is. And then I started yeah. using under eye cream, and I was like, oh, I never realized this would help. <laughs> I just felt <laughs> oh so dumb. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> ding, ding, <laughs> Even though, like, I've worked in spas for, like, two years and, like, know so much about skincare, but... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Girl, what are we going to do with you? (laughs) Need a skincare coach, I guess. Yeah. Get a skincare coach. There you go. So, thank you so much for being on the episode and sharing everything and all your tips Mm -hmm. and... Talking about my program, I almost cried. Oh, <laughs> don't cry. Yeah, you um. <laughs> no, I want to thank you both. You're, you're absolutely amazing. As a person, as a coach, all of it. You're you're just a bundle of joy. Mm. You really are. So, how can people find you, work with you, all that stuff? So, my website is partially launched. <laughs> DrJustina.com. Or you can go to my Instagram at drjustina underscore. You can DM me. You can you can reach out anyway. Um, if you need to chat, if you want to call, we can set up a time for that too. I will say that um, if I'm going to do one-on-one coaching, it will have to be very specific. Like I'm I'm very particular who I'm going to work with. And then I know you have a course, right? Yeah, Unleashing the Queen Within. Yeah. She is right now um, a wait list to start, probably early September it will start. And there will be other courses. It's just a mini course, so um, it's not going to overload you. I know some of these courses out there, you feel like, you know, you've gone three months and you're like, what did I learn? Because (laughs) you have to commit to it, and they're not cheap. They're not Mm -hmm. cheap. Yeah. Um, But this, this will be kind of like, uh, a stepping stone to figure out whether or not you even want to do it. You know, if you want to go further and go to like a full course or you, or you feel like you want one on one coach. Mm. So, yeah. Unleash the queen within, sister. Unleash Ooh. her. She's waiting <laughs> to come out. <laughs> Love it. So, we'll put the link to that and the link to your website and Instagram and everything in the Perfect. show notes. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to share that you didn't get a chance to? Um, I did talk about it a little bit about how, you know, when you're looking for coaches, you need to find one that suits you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it may not be me. It may not be the next person you look at. It may be totally somebody in another country, you know, um, but you have to find who's right for you. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of us. You really just have to do your own Google search and you'll find a ton and just go through you know, what they offer, what their bio is, if they have an Instagram or a Twitter or a LinkedIn, find out what they're doing, what they're sharing, DM them, see how responsive they are, if they chat, you know, get to know them kind of that way. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then you'll you'll be able to gel with somebody. I mean, it's very similar to, like, finding a new doctor. You know, you want to go to somebody that, like, kind of understands you and doesn't just, like, brush you off because a lot of these doctors now are in such a hurry mm-hmm. because of corporate America that you feel like you're just a number. Mm-hmm. So you, you do, you feel like, okay, you go to one place and you're sitting there waiting for 30 minutes and they bring you back and they're just not personable. But you're like, uh, yeah. okay, let me find somebody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Who else is my insurance? <laughs> so <laughs> it, it is, it's a very personal thing. Like, yeah. you may not like my personality, that's totally fine. You may want somebody um, completely different. You may want a male and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to do what's right for you mm-hmm. in the end. You're the one that makes the decision, and that's what I'm preaching, is that you own, you know, you own your life. Mm-hmm. Know your worth. Own your worth. Yeah. I. Whenever you hire a coach, usually you're going to end up spending a lot of time together, so yeah. definitely make sure it's someone that you enjoy spending exactly. time with, because yeah. if you yeah. don't, that's a lot of <laughs> miserable right, right. hours. <laughs> yeah, you go, hmm. I gotta get on that cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That yeah. would be good. And I think yeah. another thing is that I've seen when I've looked for other coaches, 
If there's anything you don't like that they do, I wouldn't work with them because that's probably what they teach their their Mm -hmm. clients to do. And if that's not the type of person you are, then you're not going to want to learn to do those types of things, if that makes sense. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So this is the last question that I ask every guest. What does being pretty AF mean to you? Pretty AF. (laughs) Pretty AF to me means you're a complete woman. You own your failures. You own your path. You know yourself. You embrace everything. You're still joyful. You still thrive because you are pretty AF, Mm. basically. You know, it's kind of like you're the complete person. You know, you come to, you step through that 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 gate I guess and now you've crossed over into being a complete full woman and you do all that your mindset's right your money's right your your confidence is right you're joyful you have the, your spirits in check you know all those things make a pretty AF woman for sure mm. for sure thank you so much Dr. Justina for taking the time to be on the podcast I know how busy you are and thank you listeners for listening If you think you might want to work with a confidence coach, please follow Justina on Instagram, check out her website, get on the wait list for that course or sign up if it's already launched yet. I know it's going to be amazing and I will see you in next week's solo episode. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Ozzy Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.